In this video, we will be taking a deep dive into the Polkadot project. Polkadot is a framework that allows for interoperability between a lot of blockchains. I think that is super fascinating. So in this video, I'll be talking about how Polkadot works, what relay chains, parachains, uh, what fishermen have to do with a Polkadot, as well as the benefits that Polkadot can bring to the entire cryptocurrency space. My name is Kieran and I'll be your guide on your DeFi adventure. The space is filled with hacks, scams, people out there trying to grab your money away from you. And I want to be your map and compass to make sure that you reach your goal of financial independence. What is Polkadot? Well, Polkadot is a project by the Web3 Foundation and it acts as a framework to allow developers to build and join blockchains with each other. It creates interoperability between blockchains. So it's actually super exciting because at the moment if you've got a token or you're using a dApp on a certain blockchain you cannot actually interact with a dApp or a token on another blockchain because they're using different technology stacks the different types of uh, blockchains that just can't communicate with each other and polkadot will make this possible as polkadot facilitates cross-chain communication and interoperability by connecting multiple blockchains and unifying the network thus unifying the whole cryptocurrency space What's also super interesting is that Polkadot was uh, built by the Ethereum co-founder Gavin Wood, Robert Habermeyer, and Peter Taban, who is a technology director of the Web3 Foundation. So exciting team, exciting project all in all. And I think this will bring a lot more adoption as the network effect is going to be a lot higher thanks to the interoperability of all the blockchains with each other that allows for a lot more growth. Polkadot doesn't actually want to be a competitor to first generation blockchains such as Ethereum 2.0 or Cardano. It actually wants to be an enabler and allow these uh, projects to communicate with each other. So let's have a look at how Polkadot works underneath the hood. So Polkadot is a global network, acts like a protocol of interoperable chains and allows for sharded blockchains. See, here are some of the most important characteristics of the Polkadot project. So the first one I already mentioned before is the interoperability between blockchains. And the second one that is super important is the horizontal scalability. Now, what that actually means is that you can have many chains that are also interoperable between each other that run in parallel. And the great thing is that should one chain uh, have a much too high workload, it's overloaded through many um, smart contract calls or too many transactions happening on that chain. Well, basically it can offset a lot of these calls or transactions onto other chains that are running in parallel. And since they're all interoperable, it can actually increase the scalability of the network, but in a horizontal way. Governance on Polkadot works through the community that can propose and vote for decisions that impact the network's future. A big vote happened on the 21st August where the denomination changed, one Polkadot became 100 Polkadot. So the circulating supply of Polkadots changed by a factor of 100. And that was done thanks to uh, the governance model. A vote took place where um, there were different options. There was maybe a 10x increase of the circulating supply, a 100x increase of the circulating supply, and a 1000x. And the voters decided on a 100x change for the circulating supply. So it went from 10 million to 1 billion. So let's talk about the architecture of Polkadot. The main ingredients are the relay chain, parachains, and bridges, which are super important, as you see in a bit. Relay chains actually provide the security to the attached parachains. A very important difference between the way that Polkadot 
taxes transactions and the way that Ethereum does it is that Polkadot has a flat fee regardless of the number of operations. Whereas with Ethereum, we're gonna pay a fee for every transaction and also smart contract call. There are some main advantages and disadvantages to the flat transaction fee. The main advantage is that it allows for much higher scalability. The main disadvantage is that people can easily spam the network. Parachains. Well, parachains is nothing other than existing or future blockchains that are connected to the Polkadot protocol. It allows for a lot more scalability, horizontal scalability, because you can have many parachains that are running side by side for the same blockchain. The easy way to explain what the bridges are, like the name entails, it is actually a connection between blockchains with smart contract capability. So basically you can use a bridge to connect the Ethereum blockchain with the Polkadot protocol and allow for interoperability with other smart contract blockchains. Network participants. So Polkadot has four major network participants and those are validators, nominators, collators, and fishermen. Now these names might seem a bit abstract. So let's start with the validators. Validators, very similar to many other proof of stake blockchains, they allow for blocks to be finalized. And in the case of Polkadot, the blocks are finalized on the relay chain. So I won't go into the technical aspects about being a validator. The same with uh, Ethereum 2.0, you have to add a stake in order to become a validator and you can earn a reward by staking DOT in this case for the Polkadot protocol. So collators maintain a full node of their respective parachain. So basically they're in their own blockchain. They send all the necessary information to create a new block and execute transactions. You can compare collators with miners in a proof of work blockchain. So what they basically do is they move transactions from the output queue of the source parachain, one blockchain, to the input queue of the destination parachain. And this allows for a lot of interoperability between different blockchains. The nominators contribute to the security bond of a validator. You do have some risk if you do that. Basically, if the validator acts maliciously, you can lose your security bond or if the validator is good, you can earn some return on investment. So basically you're making sure that all the validators are good in the network, you're voting for different validators. Fishermen are types of bounty hunters. They actually uh, look for malicious behavior during the block offering process. And if they catch some malicious behavior, they actually get a reward for that. Um, they have to deposit a certain amount of funds, but they can withdraw at any time. That's just to prevent civil attacks as a type of attack on the network. So let's talk about the possibilities of Polkadot parachains. So we can expect a number of super interesting chains to pop up as soon as the network flourishes a lot more. So you can have general purpose chains with uh, Wasm smart contracts, Edgeware, Char, Cherry Testnet, Shasper on Substrate. You can have transaction chains that allow people to send transactions to each other with monetary value such as Blink Network. You've got Oracle chains such as Chainlink. They get real world data, which is put into code and fed to smart contracts that allows for price feeds, that allows for weather data on smart contracts and a lot more real world data. Identity chains, like the name says, it allows people to have an identity and account, allows people to connect with a different um, blockchains or dApps and so on. So you've got an example here, Specular OS, file storage chains, which would allow you to store data on that particular 
chain in a decentralized manner. Data Curation Networks that connects all file storage chains into curated data sets that would allow you to filter through many different data sets on a decentralized um, data curation. So you can maybe imagine a lot of data stored on the file storage chains and it could be searched thanks to a data curation network. So Ocean Protocol is an example for that. You can have chains for Internet of Things that would allow machine-to-machine -machine communication, which is going to be huge in the automobile industry. Financial chains that allow you to hold all your assets in one portfolio instead of in separate blockchain portfolios. Zero-knowledge change, which would allow for transactions or smart contract calls to happen without some third person knowing what the amount is of the transaction to who it's sent to or what the smart contract is about. So I think this is great. However, no work has been done on this yet, but it's a future possibility. So there are many companies working on several of these chains. The Polkadot ecosystem is growing at a fast pace. You have got an overview of the current Polkadot ecosystem. As you can see, it's already massive. There are many companies working on different aspects of the Polkadot ecosystem. So there are many creating wallets, validators, uh, forums, explorers, substrate-based chains. Here you've got the bridges that will allow for the interoperability between many different um, projects, the privacy chains, internet of things, machine-to-machine -machine communication. You've got robonomics. You've got the DeFi space, which is still relatively small. Um, Oracle, gaming, data, scaling, and others. So there are way too many projects for me to cover in this video, but if you're interested, leave it down below and I'll start looking at a few of these projects because I'm interested in everything, cryptocurrency, everything, DeFi. So this does look super exciting and I'm looking forward to what's gonna happen in the future with the Polkadot ecosystem. There has been also some great news with um, Polkadot and Switzerland. The Web3 Foundation Awards grant the Swisscom blockchain to secure the Polkadot network. And that is great. Happy to see one of Switzerland's main um, companies working close with um, Polkadot, ensuring that the Polkadot is uh, more secure. That was it for this video. I hope you enjoyed this deep dive into the Polkadot project. If you've got any questions, leave them down below. Any suggestions, feedback, I appreciate all the comments that I receive. That said, I wish you a fantastic day and I'll catch you in the next video. Have a good one. Bye-bye.